Welcome to Home of the Brave. I'm Scott Carrier. This week is the one year anniversary of Home of the Brave, so perhaps it's time for a brief review, a board meeting. If I could hand out donuts, I'd do it now. I started out a year ago without knowing what this show would be about, the theme that would connect the stories together from one week to the next, or how it would make money. I knew this would be seen as poor planning, perhaps inept. My friends just hung their heads. But I also knew there were advantages in having a podcast without a theme or a sponsor. Namely, I could do whatever I wanted. I had complete freedom, which is scary. So I called the show Home of the Brave. I got lucky right off the bat when Ira Glass promoted Home of the Brave on his show, This American Life. That made a huge difference because it gave me an instant audience. I thought I could use this audience to sell advertising, but then people started sending me money, sometimes a lot of money, $100 to $200 from all around the world, but usually more like $10 to $25. They did it because I asked for donations, but also because they wanted me to keep going. They wrote me emails, and a lot of them said the same thing, don't stop. So in a year, I produced 32 news stories and posted another 10 from the archive. And now Home of the Brave is entirely funded by listener contributions. In one year, I received just over $61,000 from 1,700 individual donations, which is amazing to me and my friends are shocked. This funding enabled me to travel to Nepal, across Europe, drive back and forth across the United States, talking to people I felt were being ignored by the corporate media, like the people who were actually there when the boat sank or the church burned down or the entire town collapsed in an earthquake. I let them talk at length in paragraphs and short stories instead of sound bites. And I think sometimes these stories scooped the corporate media. They were better stories than those produced by multi-million dollar operations. This feels good. It feels like victory, and I hope some of you feel it as well because your donations made it possible. The bottom line is I received $61,000, but I spent $74,000. I'm about $13,000 down for the year, but that includes everything, my bills, etc., everything. And I expected to lose money the first year, just like I planned to make it back the second year. So how, you might ask, will I do this? I could still sell ads or find a sponsor. It's a tested business model for podcasts that can work out quite well for everybody, listeners, producers, sponsors, but I don't think it's the right choice for this show because then I wouldn't be able to take acid and proclaim that Dick Cheney is the king of the lizard people. If I was working for somebody, I might choose to keep this information to myself I'd rather that Home of the Brave continue to be funded directly from listener contributions. This way, all I have to worry about is telling the truth, producing good stories, and letting the chips fall where they may. This is the way for Home of the Brave. The trick's going to be increasing listener donations, either by increasing the number of listeners or by increasing the percentage of listeners who donate. According to Squarespace Analytics, Home of the Brave has 190,000 RSS or podcast subscribers, but I'm told you have to cut this number to a third, so maybe there's 65,000 people who listen to this show. 
So far, 1,700 have donated, some more than once. That leaves about 63,000 who haven't donated, perhaps because they don't have very much money. So far, I've mainly asked for one-time donations, and maybe a lot of people don't have enough for that. So think about this. Think about subscribing to Home of the Brave by donating $1 a month, deducted automatically from your account. That's not very much money, approximately the price of one donut. But if 10,000 people do it, one in six listeners, that's $10,000 a month, which is more than enough to fund this podcast. I could travel more and hire an assistant part-time. All I'm asking you to do right now is think about it. Do you want to be one of the small army of people spread out around the world who keep Home of the Brave on the air by donating $1 a month? Is this worth it? Is it even possible? You can subscribe now if you want. There's a button in the menu bar on the webpage, homebrave.com. Or you can think about it and do it later, or you can not do it at all. You can still make a one-time donation, or you can buy a t-shirt. Yes, we have more t-shirts available on homebrave.com. And soon we will have badges, official Home of the Brave embroidered insignias that you can sew onto your coats or backpacks. I'd like to thank some people who helped me start this podcast, like my daughter Jessie, who pulled me and pushed me all the way up the hill, Barrett Golding, who laid out the South Park business plan before me, Penelope Chilton, bird scientist and bartender, who had to repeatedly bolster my confidence, and Erica Heilman, who slapped me upside the head when necessary. Lou Okowski wouldn't stop bugging me until I got some things done. Alex Caldero did the witch doctoring, and Larry Massett filled in as Yoda. My daughter Alice made the t-shirts. These people, for me, along with everyone who talked to me along the way, and everyone who made a contribution, are the people who live inside Home of the Brave. It's a big house. We had a good year. Let's go on from here. Music by the Icelandic group Mum, M-U-M. The song is Slow Bicycle. Thanks for listening. This meeting's now adjourned, and I'll go back to producing stories.